Good afternoon. I'm Janelle Heinrich, the Director of Public Health Madison and Dane County, and I'm joined here today by County Executive Parisi and Mayor Rhodes Conway. I'm in front of you, I'm here in front of you today to ask for your help, for your leadership. In the past week, we have received the names of over 2,000 people diagnosed with COVID-19 in Dane County. These are students, essential workers, healthcare workers, our family and our friends. They are young and they are old. Some of these people will get very sick and require hospitalization. Hopefully, no one will die. Public Health Madison and Dane County has been utilizing all the tools in our public health toolbox since the beginning of this pandemic. We have been using data, evidence, and strategies at both the individual level, testing, contact tracing, isolation and quarantine, and at the policy level, the orders, to reinforce the best public health practices to reduce the spread of illness and minimize significantly adverse outcomes to COVID-19. Dane County has been under statewide or local public health order since March 13th, and emergency order number nine has been in place since September 2nd. It limits gatherings and capacity in businesses, workplaces, restaurants and bars, and requires face coverings and physical distancing to be built into all that we do. Combined, these population-based approaches to preventing the spread of coronavirus have been effective in providing Dane County with a trajectory somewhat distant, different from the rest of the state of Wisconsin. The rate per 100,000 people in Dane County is 61.8. For the state of Wisconsin, the rate per 100,000 is 97.4. And for the entire United States, it's 31.5. We believe that what we have been doing is working but without a comprehensive and consistent approach throughout Wisconsin, the efforts of local public health and healthcare alone are not enough to contain this disease. I am asking you to lean in and to think about how you can adapt your individual actions to help reverse the trend of rising case counts. This weekend, we had the opportunity to gather outside to maintain physical distance without having to bundle up or risk huddling around the kitchen table. I hope that people filled their tanks with sunshine, with warmth and fresh air, because as the weather changes, the trajectory of this illness will continue to climb if we don't change our behaviors. We have been doing compliance checks at local businesses, and many are in compliance with public health orders, but we can't be at every business or private gathering. We continue to learn of less compliance at private gatherings. Since the beginning of this pandemic, we have learned through contact tracing interviews that 25 to 35% of all individuals with a positive COVID diagnosis have attended some form of gathering. Contact tracing notes regularly mention the words birthday, football, wedding, church, party, most recently Halloween, or gatherings with friends and family. In these private settings, distancing goes away and masks often come off. 33% of folks who have recently contracted COVID said they likely got it from a household member. Many of those household members have attended gatherings 
with people from outside of their household. This is a large driver of community spread of COVID. No part of Dane County is immune. Given the spread of illness, one risk assessment tool indicates that with the level of community spread of COVID in Dane County, if you are at a gathering of 10 people, there is a 32% chance that one COVID positive individual will be present in that event. Present in that event. The chance increases to 61% if the gathering is 25 people and 85% if the gathering size is 50 people. Outside of Dane County, this chance increases at every gathering size. And what we are seeing is people are traveling outside of Dane County to do things we're asking you to please not do here in Dane County. Whether it's a wedding, a sporting event, or visiting your family, those things are resulting in spread of COVID in this community. Regardless of where you are, whether those 10, 25, or 50 people are your friends, family, or people you share interests with, please don't let your guard down. I am tired of saying it, and I know tired of, or people are tired of hearing it, and we are all so very fatigued by this pandemic. We are all longing for a day when we can return to normal, but too many of us are trying to be normal right now. As we approach the holiday season, in order to have a chance of safely seeing our loved ones or a school year that allows classes to be held without quarantine periods, meaning phases of in-person and virtual, I am asking everyone to please avoid close contact with others, avoid crowded places, and limit your time in enclosed spaces. I know how important socializing and being physically close to our friends and loved ones is to our mental and emotional well-being. But we know that that same close physical connection puts us at greater risk for illness right now and potentially side effects in the long run. Please consider reconnecting for Sunday dinner or happy hour over Zoom. Think about the things that you did six months ago and please do them again. If you are in an enclosed space, keep your mask over your nose and your mouth, maintain at least six feet distance, and when possible, open doors and windows for ventilation. Doing these things can make a difference between seeing a loved one fall sick and potentially have long lasting side effects, being hospitalized or even dying. The more each one of us does, the better off we'll all be. Thank you. Thank you. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm County Executive Joe Parisi. At one time or another, nearly every one of us has been under the care or had a loved one being cared for by a nurse or a CNA or other healthcare workers. We know from experience that nurses and CNAs care for us selflessly. They tend to our physical needs. They tend to our emotional needs. They provide comfort during our most difficult times. And this has never been more true than it is today, as our healthcare workers are too often the last human beings to be with our loved ones who pass away from COVID holding their hands because we cannot. 
Our nurses and healthcare workers are always there for us. Today, we need to be there for them. COVID-19 is ravaging our communities and overwhelming our hospitals. Our ICUs are full. Our healthcare system is strained. Our healthcare workers go to work every day and enter a world very unlike that which we on the outside experience. And I can only imagine their exasperation as they go between these two worlds. Our healthcare workers need our help, and it's within our power to help them. Over the next few months, we need to wake up every morning and ask ourselves what we can do to reduce the spread of COVID-19. What actions can we take to reduce our chances of being exposed to or exposing someone else to the virus? Individual actions and decisions do matter. So please, don't let your guard down. Any one of us or someone we love could contract COVID-19 and need to be hospitalized. And all of us can double down on our measures to avoid the virus. We know this is difficult and it feels redundant, but it's the reality in which we find ourselves today. But if we do this together, if we support one another, we can make a difference. We can prevent suffering and save people's lives. One day, we will be on the other side of this. And we will come together. And we will heal. And we will do the hard work to rebuild our lives and our community. But before we get there, we're in for a challenging few months. The good news is that we have choices. We can choose to let the near future happen to us, or we can choose to happen to it. Because the story of these next few months has yet to be written. We are writing it now, and we can help determine its course. We know what needs to be done, and each one of us has the power to make a difference. Now to our state leaders. We are doing everything we can in Dane County to slow this virus, but we need your help too. Recent data demonstrate that when statewide orders are in place, they slow the spread of the virus. We've done it before, and we can do it again. There is currently no comprehensive statewide plan in Wisconsin to deal with this crisis. And the result of that inaction is playing out in hospitals across our state. The election is over. Now, we need our state leaders to govern, to meet with one another, to come up with a plan, and to execute that plan. And to our state legislative leaders, saying no is not a plan. Suing to stop health orders is not a plan. There are people lying unconscious in ICUs across our state, and they need you to act. Their families and loved ones need you to act. We all need you to act. Our current situation, in which people are literally dying as we speak here today, while state leaders are not even speaking to one another, is just simply unacceptable. 
There is nothing more important right now than implementing a statewide plan to slow the spread of this virus. And frankly, it's not rocket science. We know what works. We know how to slow the spread. We just need it done. We've had success in Dane County, and we stand ready to help and to work with our state officials to move a statewide plan forward. So please, we need you to act, we need a plan, and we need it now. Don't tell us why you can't or why you won't. Show us how you can. In the meantime, we all need to remember those in our hospitals, both caregivers and those fighting for their lives, and be mindful of our every action and mindful to do everything we can in our individual daily lives to reduce opportunities for this virus to spread. As an example, if you live in Dane County, please do not travel to neighboring counties in order to avoid our restrictions and then travel back. We've seen this happening with people going to weddings, people going to parties, people going to bars, out of county, and then coming back. This is one of the dynamics that contributes to the virus spreading in our community. And it also points again to the need for a comprehensive statewide plan. I want to thank the vast majority of Dane County residents who are working hard and sacrificing much in order to adhere to our guidelines and to keep their neighbors safe. This morning, we've heard there may be a glimmer of light at the end of the tunnel, that a vaccine is showing great promise. We just need to buckle down for a few more months until that, until that promise becomes a reality. So let's focus on that light and on supporting one another and on doing everything within our power to slow the spread of this virus as we move through this final and most difficult stretch together. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Madison Mayor Satya Rhodes-Conway. If there is one lesson that 2020 is trying to teach us, it's that we are all in this together. The coronavirus pandemic is not going away. It won't be solved by an election. It won't be solved by government alone. It won't be solved by health care alone. It won't be solved by traveling to a different county or a different state. And it won't be solved by blaming any one sector or place or person. It will be solved by each and every one of us taking action to protect ourselves and each other. We must take action, and we must take action now. We have 155 people in the hospital with this disease. 41 
of our friends and neighbors are in the ICU. They are all ages, from all walks of life, from all across Dane County, and this is repeated again and again across the state of Wisconsin. We are much worse off now than we were in March of this year. The trend line is bad, and it's getting worse. And today, we learned that UW Hospital opened its seventh COVID wing on Friday. If this surge does not get under control, they may have to put patients in waiting rooms or operating rooms. We cannot let our healthcare system and our healthcare workers get overwhelmed. We know what is driving this expansion of the virus. It's folks getting together indoors. We have 25 to 30% of the people who are newly diagnosed saying that it happened at a gathering when they were visiting their family or their friends. About 30% of people are getting it from someone else in their household. You never think that someone you love is going to make you sick, but it's happening. And it's happening all over. We need to take care of ourselves and each other. Travel data kept by the city showed that when the Safer at Home order was in effect, traffic on our roads dropped by more than 50%. Since then, traffic has steadily increased. You may have noticed, but we have morning and afternoon rush hour again. Traffic on East Washington Ave is 90% of normal. But these are not normal times, and we can't act like they are normal times. Each one of us needs to reevaluate our daily routine. Where are you coming into contact with other people? Can you avoid that? Can you shift to an online platform or to an outdoor setting? Adults who received positive tests for COVID were twice as likely to report going to an office or a school setting. Now, that doesn't mean that offices or schools are necessarily the source of transmission, but given the amount of community spread we're having in Dane County, it does mean that workplaces are at risk of being impacted by someone with the virus. The real problem is that too many individuals are giving up on the solutions that we know work. We need to get back to basics. Wear your mask. Keep your distance. Wash your hands. We must take action, and we must take action now. It's up to each and every one of us because we are all in this together. Thank you, and I think we're all available for questions. So, as you've heard from today, a big source of our challenge is that all of the surrounding counties and virtually the rest of the surrounding state are not, do not have orders in effect as we do. And, and even the mask mandate, we see a lot of noncompliance, you know, some here and a lot out of the state. Um, this virus is everywhere and it knows no boundaries. We have tens of thousands of cars coming in and out of Dane County every day. 
So what we really need until we have that state mandate is for people to not go out to, to, to another county neighboring us because their, their children are allowed to play sports there or because there's a bar open there or because there's a party there. That completely defeats the purpose of having local rules and what we see is people doing that and coming back. So ultimately it's both an individual responsibility but more so our leaders were elected to lead. And if there were ever a moment in our history where strong leadership is needed, it's today. So if you run for state office, it's supposedly because you want to have an impact on your community. And just saying no and just ignoring the problem is not fulfilling your promise to the people who elected you. So we need help. We need the state to come together. We need uniform and, and, and more strict guidelines in the rest of the state. And we also need the federal government to come together now and provide us the economic support that our residents need so badly. People who could be facing eviction in a couple of months, small businesses that are just hanging on by a thread. We're doing everything possible here, but we need some help. We need some backup. No, there are some constitutional challenges that we run into. Um, you know, we, we do everything that we feel we can do that will hold up and that is based on data and that is effective. And that's why we're talking so much today about people's individual. We're trying to focus also on things that people can take away from this um, and individual actions they can do to make a difference. And as it's been all along, it may not seem like staying home and not going out is doing something, but we're back to the place where doing nothing is doing something. And if you can, you know, there are so many examples. Instead of running out to the grocery store every time you're short on something, keep a list and go, tw go every couple of weeks and do one shop. Um, avoid contact with people unless you absolutely need to. This Thanksgiving, tell your family you love them via Zoom. Because we know when people come together, as Janelle mentioned, just because someone's a member of your family or you know them or care about them doesn't mean that you or them may not have COVID. So we really just need people to double down for the next couple of months. As I mentioned, we're going into some really challenging times, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel. There's very promising news about a vaccine that could begin rollout by the end of the year or early in 2021. But before we get there, we're heading into our most challenging period. But again, there's, you know, this is a combination of, of, it sounds like bad news, good news, bad news. We don't want to frighten people, but people deserve to know what's going on. Because at the same time, there is a lot that people can do individually, and those who are elected to lead, and those in positions of influence, well, there's a lot that everyone can do to dramatically slow the spread. Sorry, I believe the question is, uh, where's the biggest source of spread? I mean, really, the single, single uh, most consistent thing that we see is social gatherings, right? And then we see the impact of uh, transmission within the household. Uh, so those are, the, those are two big things. So you may be in a social gathering, 
um, with your friends, with your family that don't live in your household, and then you, you may be, develop COVID and you come back home and then you unfortunately may get a, a family member um, sick. And, the, and those are really big drivers for us. We have been stepping up compliance. The majority of those have been in the city of Madison. We're continuing to go out. We'll be out this weekend around in Dane County. Just because we're out and we're um, inspecting and looking at what's going on in a business doesn't automatically mean that somebody gets a citation. It might result in a warning letter. It might result in us doing some additional education to say, hey, hey, remember you need to have your mask on and over your nose. That table needs to be it's not quite six feet apart like those are the things that we're doing once we hear of those complaints and when we and, and we go out and when we go out and do some uh, kind of spot checks I'm sorry the percent of people who are outside of the I don't have that data on me yeah. I'm sorry I, I urge everyone for Thanksgiving to do it via Zoom, to keep within your household bubble, and to not go and celebrate with your family and your friends as you may have done in the past where you're congregating all together. I know it's so important as we think about these holiday seasons and the upcoming days that are so important to so many of us, but what we really are needing everyone to do is to think about how to do that differently. Uh, those, are the, those are the things that will continue to drive spread and put us all at risk of illness. It's to think about everything that they're doing when they're not in their home. Right? So think about who you're coming into contact with. Can you work remotely? Do you have that opportunity? Do you think about you know, the limiting your trips out and all of those things, that what you do outside your household has an impact on what happens in your household. What's the question? So contact tracing is continuing to be challenged for us. Uh, we are averaging, I think our new uh, seven day average will be in the mid 300s. By the time we run those numbers again, that's high. And that means people are needing to be invested. You know, we need to talk to folks who are receiving that positive diagnosis. We are unlikely to be able to contact anyone who is a contact to that individual right now. So in Dane County, uh, the risk of coming into contact with someone in a setting in a group of 10 is 32% right now. Uh, for a group of 25, I believe that's 62%. And for a group of 50, that's 85%. I can get it back to so many numbers that I'm running through. And we, we, we look at the Georgia Institute of Technology's kind of COVID event tracker as one way to think about it. And we use the number of five um, on their scale because we have such robust testing here in Dane County. I, 
I believe some have already sent individuals uh, to the field hospital, but I, I would ask you to ask them the questions more specifically. I'm not aware of any current conversations around that. I'm sorry? No, now that, you know, everyone has been very focused on the state level on, on, on the elections, I mean, we've certainly, I would have to look back, I believe we've sent messages to them in the, in the past, not, not recently, but now that they're refocused, hopefully, um, on governing, um, we need them desperately to come to the table and do something, and we'll be following up.